Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Lone Wolf Surfer Podcast. It's your favorite introverted, antisocial, isolated hermit surfer in the building. Man, what do I got to talk about today? Oh my god, I surfed Manhattan Beach today. I paddled out at 26th Street, and um, I got work. I got work. Today was a, it was a humbling day. Um, even though the forecast doesn't say that that it's big, um, a series of bad decisions <laughs> are what led to me um, feeling this way and pretty much licking my wounds and, as I said earlier, feeling pretty humbled. Let me let you guys know how the day went. Um, I woke up at about maybe 5:10, did my normal routine, and left the house. A little bit later than I normally do I think any time that you dawn patrol it it's like a race against the light what I mean is anytime you leave the house and it's still dark and you're on the road it feels good you feel like yes you know this is kind of you know this is like a legit dawn patrol I left the house at maybe 6:20 before I made the turn out of you know out of my house and I could already see like the sky kind of turning blue in between the patches of clouds and it didn't feel like a legit dawn patrol at that time anytime you can kind of see the light I definitely felt a little late I was kicking myself for it but I was like whatever I'm gonna hit the 26th street and hopefully I can get some street parking um, went down Highland and then saw that there was a ton of parking but I totally forgot that you know what it's Friday so all all those empty spaces and a lot of a lot of the you know a lot of the good parking, I mean, it's gonna, you have to be out of there by 8 o'clock in the morning, which doesn't really leave you much time if you really want to, you know, surf a good session. So I try to hit like, you know, the Thursday and the Tuesday parking areas, and everything was already fucking taken. There was already guys walking down to the sand, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So that was mistake number one. Wasn't a, too, a true dawn patrol because I hit snooze on my alarm and I decided to just sleep in the extra 10 minutes. And on top of that, I was about to leave the house and I realized that I forgot to brush my teeth and I had to do that before I left. And uh, yeah, I was, frustra- I was frustrated with myself. Like, okay, well, I got to pay for parking today. If you don't know, I'm a fucking cheap ass. I hate feeding the meters. God damn it. I want to give Manhattan Beach more of my money, but sometimes you got to do it. So I parked and I took a glance at the surf and I could already tell it was a hair up from yesterday. And if you listen to yesterday's podcast or if you surfed yesterday in the South Bay, you know that yesterday was at least in the 26th Street area. I have a buddy who surfed Rosecrans, my buddy Gary, aka the Gare Bear, Balls Deep, and Grey Babe. <laughs> um, he said Rosecrans was on fire, uh, and I I believe him because you know Rosecrans area, um, you know all the way to the jetty is usually like a little bit better. Um, at this point, I think Forty Second Street is probably the best peak at Porto. Back in the day when I first started hitting Porto hard, maybe like mid two thousands, I would say that Forty uh, Fifth street was the main peak at that time and it kind of shifted and everybody's at 42nd now uh, so i looked at the surf and i was like okay it's it's a, a hair bigger than yesterday but as you guys know i have 
my principles, which is, you know what, try not to surf the same board every day. So yesterday I had the skipper. I should have had the zippy fish yesterday, which is my small wave board. But today I was like, you know what, I'm just going to bust out the zippy fish. Um, even though it looks a little bit bigger than yesterday and that board is really good for point breaks, um, anywhere where you get like long, soft, easy rides like trestles, churches, San Onofre. But I thought, you know what, like I could get lucky. Um, sometimes it's not a bad idea to, you know, maybe like test the limits of your board and just kind of get a different feeling. So, all right, I said, fuck it. Changed, walked down and pretty much I was looking for a hole. It looks like a lot of the high schoolers were there. So I ended up kind of hitting more towards um, Marine Avenue. And um, there were like less people over there. So, you know, I paddled out over there. So the way that the waves were breaking was, um, it was kind of weird. First off, there was this weird backwash and that backwash just kind of like would, you know, it would hit the shore, right? The wave would hit the shore and then the backwash would, would go back out to sea. And then whenever the wave would break, it would just kind of create this lift in the wave and make it stand up more, <laughs> you know, than it naturally would. And the thing about my zippy fish, since it's made for small waves, it's a 5.6, there's like a very slight rocker in it. There's barely any rocker in it. So anytime there's a lift in a wave and it stands up and it jacks up like that, it's not the ideal board you know you would want to be on something that has a little more rocker where it's a little more forgiving where if you got to go late at least the nose is going to be pointed out of the wave a little bit more and you won't pearl or as noobs like to call it nosedive your board um but yeah it's like the waves are coming in and the peaks were kind of long it was kind of like the main part of the wave where it was long and sectioning kind of had like the most power where it was standing up but then it would kind of peter out into like this really 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 small shoulder and if you're too deep i feel like um the way that it was breaking it was breaking like a little close to shore like you would be way you know way too behind and given the the board that i have or that i had i was really trying to get on the shoulder and then hopefully just kind of get on that and then milk you know like the rest of the ride um whether it's sectioned out or not you know, I, I wanted to take off like at the perfect part. So it took a while to get it, to get like a good wave. Um, you really had to be in the right spot. So it felt like I was just really too deep in a lot of the spots. So, you know, I went on a few waves and again, you know, there would be that lift, but I survived, you know, the takeoff. But the only thing is that I couldn't like the wave was kind of so fast that I just couldn't get around to the open face and, and really do anything. So a lot of my rides were just kind of cut short after a while I waited a good amount of time and then I found myself just like in a really good position and I got like one of those you know waves that actually had a shoulder on it and it was like a fast takeoff it was maybe only like three feet and like you know I cut it back and then I kind of like tried to stay where I was until the wave picked up again and I pumped and then I got around the section, I cut it back, but by the time I cut it back, the wave was like, you know, like one foot already, but it just felt good. I felt like, okay, because everybody else was struggling around me. I, I didn't really see anybody getting good rides and most people were just getting, you know, very short closeouts or, or sectiony waves. And I actually got a good one, man. And I felt so stoked. 
I kicked out clean and I was paddling back and I just felt like not a drop of water was out of place. Um, not not an ounce of my body weight was on the wrong place of, on my board. I just felt like I was in perfect line, head to toe, paddling, weight distribution was even. And I just felt good. And, and that wave made me feel like, yeah, you know, just sometimes I, I just get this real positive energy where, you know, if other people are struggling and they can't get a good ride um, and they're, you know, almost competing, you know, and jockeying for a position to get that ride, it feels really good for me when I get a ride or get a good wave and I didn't have to do that. So I was feeling, I was like, yeah, you know, like I am a lone wolf surfer. This technique is working out. You know, my way is the way. This is the way, right? Mandalorian. And I was so caught up in my feelings that I was just, I could have written a poem in the water. That's how stoked I was. And then the tide started to drop a little bit more. And then the waves started to close out a little bit more. So as the tide dropped, right, the waves kind of picked up a little bit. And then they were breaking a little more outside than before so you know like a set would come and i have to kind of paddle out and and you know get in the safe zone and get out of the impact zone and then my send it mentality kicked in you know my catch surf foamy approach kicked in and it's just whenever i have my foamy i i can just go on the bombs i don't care if they're closeouts i can totally send it within my comfort zone right but today I would have been fine it would have been fine like yeah i would have wiped out but i would have felt confident on a foamy because you know if that thing whacks me in the face um i'm not going to die plus there's a little more rocker on that board than the fish you know it's it's just more versatile the catch surf skippy or skipper skipper i'm sorry skippy jesus the catch surf skipper right the five six one it's a quad um it's almost like an all-around fun board that's not like a big ocean liner foamy you know it's pretty much like a short short board you know and it has like a lot of volume and it's just a good good board that's um low maintenance and you could just take out almost in any conditions because if it's big well you know at least you're not going to die if your board hits you and if it's small i guarantee you could still catch the wave the only downside of that board is don't expect good rail to rail transitions and, and perfect snaps perfect cars um because the rails are really thick you know I'm not saying you can't get any snaps on it, but you really got to time it right. And the wave has to be a little bit more vertical because if the wave is too slopey and you try to like a backhand turn, you know, like a backhand snap or like a front side carve, I mean, the wave could just leave you. You need the wave to be standing up to really stay where the power is. Anyway, that's another topic for another day. So on the set that was coming, it was just it was one of those one of those good bombs that if I if I was on my skipper, I would have just fucking went for it, you know, but I still, I couldn't pass it up. And then everybody was, was paddling out to beat the set. It, you know, it's one of those waves and it's almost an ego thing. And if you've been surfing a while, you know, right. Imagine that the set's coming and it, it looks like a closeout, but you are the one who has the best position, whether you choose to paddle out to get over the wave or whether or not you turn around and try to take it and then meanwhile below you right or in the non-priority zone is everybody else paddling out to beat the set but you're like in their perfect vision 
you're in their view. Basically, everyone else in the lineup has front row, row seats to see what you do. And usually when I'm on my skipper, I turn, I go, and maybe I'll get a couple hoots. And I know it's a closeout bomb, but I'll go for it, you know. And I'll feel good because like, hey, I belong and it's a big wave. And you know what? At least I, I, I tried. But I'm on the fish. <laughs> and there's no rocker on the fish. So I just couldn't help myself, you know. So there I was, right? Everyone had front row seats. Everyone's try trying to beat the wave because it's like the first wave of a set. And, and I'm just... I'm just right there you know um, I have priority you know do I go do I pass it up so I turn I paddle and I'm about to fucking drop in and then the backwash kind of hits it a little bit and then it just stands up more and gets really vertical like at the last minute and like I look down and I already knew like if you have a board with no rocker and the bottom of the wave is just kind of giving out your chances of having your board connect with the wave so you can at least still ride out of that and keep your nose out of the water is very very minimal especially when you have no rocker like literally like the angle i was was okay like i've been there before my nose is just gonna go <laughs> into the bottom of you know in, in, into the base of the wave so what did i do man i did a total you know kook um move i don't know i don't know if this still qualifies for lord baylor status as gary would say because i wasn't bailing my board um trying to duck dive but i bailed my board <laughs> to avoid like like a worse wipeout so i just pushed my board in front of everybody i pushed my board away and i just went down with the ship and, oh my god dude and anybody again you know if you've been surfing for a while you you know it's one of those moments I'd rank it up to one of those moments where, um, you know, imagine like a good wave comes and then, and then you go for it or you're trying to go for it, but then you either mistimed it, you miscalculated it, and then you missed it. And everyone in the lineup is like, oh, well, maybe this situation is not the same because I did go, but everybody saw the, the wipeout. So what I'm saying is as I resurfaced, there was a level of shame. <laughs> There was the, oh God, I don't even want to look at anybody. I just want to paddle away, you know, and there's no way that, that you, you know, you could be Captain Cool after that, you know, literally 30 seconds before that, like I said, I could have written a poem in the water. I was looking at the sky like, oh God, this is beautiful. Oh, what a glorious day. I just got a good wave. I'm pretty sure I can get another one. Like, like the possibilities were endless. And then I go from fucking eating shit in front of fucking like 12 people. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then resurfacing on my pink zippy fish like, ah, uh, shit. You know what happens to you when um, you do that? Um, what's the word? I have it written out down right here. I got my peak pass revoked. I lost my pass to sit at that peak, <laughs> so I had to paddle more over towards towards Marine. I got my peak pass revoked. I had to let everybody else sit there, and then fucking the next one, like they could have it. I had to fucking paddle. I had to paddle over to like the next peak, like a little further away, and then um, just kind of lick my wounds and kind of stew over myself for a minute. All right. Finally, I got 
another wave later um i got a right a guy dropped in on me but you know what it didn't matter everyone was desperate at that point the waves were mostly closing out with the exception of a few good good shapely waves here and there i would say that the lefts were better than the rights but it was one of those days where um there wasn't enough of the good ones and i don't care if anybody says today was fucking awesome i i yeah sure it was if you were lucky enough to be in the right spot at the right times but i would say today the majority of the time um it was closing out i went right on to close out got dropped in on didn't matter because the wave closed out anyway and then the set wasn't over there was like another wave so i looked out and i was just like holy shit i was like wow i was like why is this looked awkward that there was just all this whitewash everywhere and it was breaking as if it was breaking close to shore so I duck dived and holy shit the nose of my board like immediately hit the sand I didn't realize that the tide had dropped so much that literally I was I was already in like fucking thigh deep water and the waves were just fucking hucking like into it was like shore pound I was like what like I had no idea it was just one of those um spatial awareness mishaps where I just I didn't realize that it was that shallow and I, I didn't expect um I didn't think I went that far. It was just, it was just unexpected that, you know, I like I duck dive and I was just dink, you know, my nose in the sand. I was like, holy shit. Okay. And then I'd say at that moment, the whole place changed. Like the other guy who caught the wave with me, he got caught. We were just kind of like eating shit on the inside for a while because I don't care. Surfline said it, it was three to four. I, I would say, you know, it, it was four to five. I'm not going to say it was six feet today, but it was like four to five. And, you know, if, if that's turning into shore pound, it's kind of hard to make it out. So, yeah, after that, by the time I made it back out, I mean, I'm telling you, the crowd thinned. All the groms were gone. All the um, noob, noob longboarders were gone. I seen some locals who I just kind of like, you know, chopped it up with in the water, you know, said hi, caught up and told them, you know, I've, I've been out for a while because of my knee all those guys were gone and it was like literally just a handful of people <sighs> on my last wave finally right oh shit i didn't even fucking get to <sighs> let me rewind a little bit so as you can tell the tide was getting lower and the waves just kind of started standing up a little bit more and then little by little more of the waves started breaking a little bit further out and i've been really trying to trying to work on like calming myself down you know not freaking out if i am in the impact zone on a set wave um i'm beginning i'm beginning to forgive myself a little bit more if i bail my board in those situations if i'm in the worst place possible because i feel like even if i duck dive it it doesn't matter <laughs> um not only that but it's just i have such a big chunky fish that like it's it's really hard to go if i had my puddle jumper you know maybe i could i could risk holding on to it a little bit more um but like there's just so much volume in in the board i had today that i just been in too many situations where the wave's so powerful that it'll just fucking yank it away trust me i'm not a fan of bailing boards but so anyway i thought i was in the safe zone right like i was in the normal sitting in the normal normal spot where if a set
Oh, sorry about that. My wife called, man. My wife always, she likes to call. Whenever she's at work, she has a break. She takes a walk. She takes a lunch. Um, she can't wait to talk to me, even though we live together. And then she's going to be home and we spend all day together. And um, But she'll still call me sometimes two times like while she's at work. Okay, it's all good. I love my wife. But uh, all right, let me get back. Okay, so... <laughs> Dude, so I was just sitting like in the safe zone and then all of a sudden it was just like the biggest set wave of the day fucking stood up and it was like way outside. It was like nobody um, was safe and then everybody was was pretty much caught and we're like, oh, fuck. So everyone's paddling out. And then, um, yeah, I just knew it, it. It it was like a legit like... I don't know, I said earlier today, like, there was maybe occasional five five footers. I don't want to say six feet, because I don't want to be the guy that's saying, Oh, God, it was so huge. And, of course, someone's going to be like, Oh, no, it wasn't that big, you know. But, it, you know, it could have been, like, five plus. But, anyway, it was, like, a big walled closeout. So, I was like, fuck, I was paddling for it. I was like, okay, stay calm. And I'll at least give myself this credit. I at least stayed calm, right? I didn't freak out. I didn't yell, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. But I did just, I didn't even try to duck dive it. I was in the worst spot possible. And I just pushed my board aside and then I fucking went under. And it didn't feel as bad as, as I thought it would. Um, and then I got up and then there were like two more waves. And then had to kind of, <laughs> kind of had to eat shit on those two. Alright, so I paddled back out. And then again, you know, the crowd's kind of thinning out even more. And then I'm just looking to my left and my right. And just, just the whole lineup, the whole surf break has changed. It does not look like how it did when I first showed up. It is like a totally different day at the beach. Um, I just wanted a good wave in. I was already over. I just, anytime the waves are like that and I'm on my fish, like, I just know I'm just like, I'm just on the wrong fucking board. Like. I don't know if you guys ever feel that way, but I just didn't feel comfortable. You know, I wished that I had the foamy or just something else. So surprisingly, like actually like a good little left came in. So in between the sets, there, there would occasionally be like some okay shapely waves. And I was on the shoulder and then, you know, there was the, um, the copycat effect where like if someone sees you going for it, then all of a sudden they want to go for it. So I turned and went for it, and then I saw some guys, like, on my inside, and, like, they weren't even going for it. But the second I turned for it, it's like, it's like they started to turn. Um, in that case, I, I kind of didn't care. I wanted to be my last wave, and I didn't see any chance of getting, like, anything else that, that you know, looked as shapely, you know, or would give me a chance. So I thought those guys were great. I, I just kind of gambled. I don't like dropping in on people, but I was thinking, you know what, maybe these guys are sitting a little deep. And then um, I'm in the best possible spot. So I, I got, I was in the wave. I was paddling, I kicked, I got in the wave and I'm popping up. And since I'm using a deck pad, right? And there's less wax on my board, like close to the rail. My hand just fucking slipped and my chest hit the board. I'm like, whoop. And I look left and, and the wave, it, it's like peeling, but it's about to close out. And I was just like, fuck it, I'm done. And then the backwash was was coming back up towards me, so it was just like a, like a bucking bronco fucking ride, you know, in the whitewash on my stomach to shore. And then I just fucking called it, dude. Um, 
yeah, man, it was like a humbling walk back. I was just like, kind of had my head down, like, God damn, you know. So what could I have done different? Well, I could have woken up a little earlier, maybe got an actual spot. But at that point in time, um, I didn't care that I paid for parking. But I paid, I paid to get my ass kicked today. That's basically what I paid for, which kind of leaves a sour, sour taste in my mouth. Um, another thing I could have done differently, I, I'd say that it was maybe 20 minutes into the session where I asked myself, man, should I switch boards? And my philosophy has always been, don't switch your boards. If you make, you know, just make a pimp decision and just fucking stick with, you know, the board that you chose. Like you just got to write it out. You know, you make a decision, you fucking stick with it. But the other reason why I think that way is because I hate, I usually hate fucking swapping Anytime I swap boards or like have to go get out of the water, go back to the car, you know, bust out my key, fucking, you know, go, go through the whole rigmarole and fucking like get the other board, throw the other one in, you know, lock the car again, fucking run back out to the sand. It just really disturbs the flow for me. Um, if I'm going to be somewhere all day long, it's a different story. But especially, especially if I paid for parking, I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm not going to burn. Like, what's it going to be? Maybe 15 minutes right from um getting back on shore to when i'm paddling back out again i don't know to me that's valuable time and that's money and i'm a cheap ass so that's like what a quarter no not even that'll that would be more than a quarter because now it's 15 cents for a quarter right okay anyway Dude, fuck me in the ass, dude. God damn it, my fucking wife called again. Shit! Oh my god, dude. I'm telling you. Oh, man. I mean, we live together. And she has to keep on calling. All the time. I don't even feel like fucking doing this shit anymore. Okay. What was I talking about? Should I have switched boards? I think in this situation, I would have been better off fucking switching boards because I didn't really... <laughs> I only had that one good wave to my name, to be honest. That one that I caught earlier before I, I fucking, like, I had to ditch my board. Um. Yeah. So I would have been better off getting the fucking... Just getting my skipper. Just getting my fucking foamy. Getting my send it board. Today would have been a perfect day to just fucking send it on all those closeouts. Maybe not at the end because it was getting like a little hairy. But um, I would have probably at least caught like 10 waves today. You know, just pulling in and just going forward. And, and maybe at least getting like a little bit of vision or something. And um, didn't even get to do it. Alright. I'm in a fucking shitty mood right now. Holy fuck, dude. I told her like... We can talk later. Like, you're going to be home later. So, jeez, man. Is this what happens when you don't have kids? Okay, man. I'll catch you guys later, dude. I'm fucking over it. Peace.